It's another episode of the Spies Like Us podcast, the podcast where we talk about the representation of tradecraft on screens large and small. We're back to the small screen, continuing our discussion about the new uh, Ipcrest File TV series from ITV, uh, episode five, of course, if you're watching week by week, which is an option for people in Britain, uh, you would have seen this episode earlier this week. Um, with me as always is Dave. What up? What up, Dave? Uh, I am loving this show. <laughs> you're, lo- you're loving the show. Um, anything, anything you want to start out with on this one? Um, no, there's a lot of stuff I think I want to chat about, but, um, I think, uh, it's mostly story stuff or interesting history stuff or, um, I think there's a couple bits of tradecraft I want to touch on, but uh, um, I, th- I think it's more getting us towards that big climax because uh, it's it's heating up a little bit. Did you did you catch a very small reference to the Cambridge Five? No. Yeah, I did catch the the uh, that CIA guy's homie veteran that was angry. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and that Let's- was he was angry that JFK didn't send the squadron of what F-15s or whatever. That would right, be an right, allusion right. to uh, Bay of Pigs. Largely believed that it was a lack of air cover that tanked that mission. Also, I guess some questions about the uh, um, security of intelligence, the secrecy of the mission. I think I think there's theories that the Cubans really knew that we were coming and exactly where. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, hey, good note to mention, because um, somewhere along the way, uh, you know, as, especially as a comparison to the movie, uh, the series is steeped a lot more in the historical events of the 60s. Than the um, original? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the movie just really just is kind of disconnected from anything, really. Yeah. Um, except general Cold War stuff. But here we have, like, legit actual events, like Bay of Pigs, like the testing of the neutron bomb. Uh-huh. Um, of course, it's a feature of, you know, you you have the benefit of hindsight when you're right, right in the middle of historical events. A lot of times, I guess, it's it's kind of hard to have a, have a take on them that you want to put directly into your storyline, you know, right, yeah. the dust, the dust hasn't really settled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, Hey, so, um, uh, before I forget, I kind of want to mention to just some ongoing loose thread kind of things that I'm mm-hmm. still wondering about. Um, like there's two events where, uh, Gene and well, yeah, Gene and Harry tried to nab Randall, and and he was forewarned and and forearmed. Uh, long way back when they visited the house mm-hmm. where uh they were putting the Ipcrest file technique, presumably on the scientist Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, he knew they were coming, and. Uh, you know, at that point, me being still thinking, well, Dolby was, uh, uh, a bad, a bad egg in the movie. And they told him about it right before they went that, you know, I still have that lingering thought, like, could it have been Dolby that told him they were coming? Uh, 
and then still too with the okay so now I, I understand better the the thing that happened in Lebanon where we know now that it's it was US people that showed up uh wanting very much to look like uh Soviet agents mm-hmm. uh to stop them from grabbing Randall there uh you know another question how did the Americans know about it um we haven't been given like I'm just saying there's there's some threads out there that, you know, suggest that there's a leak. And I mention it because the show kind of is trying sort of to make us doubt different characters. But it's kind of weird because I implicitly trust Harry Palmer. I, I can't imagine that there's going to be uh, a version of this story where it turns out he was the traitor. And especially after this episode, right? Because he gets... Yeah. He is nabbed up. He gets the business end yeah. <laughs> of the cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, that's the kind of the majority of the episode is watching him go through the treatments. Um, but uh, to, to respond to your uh, thing that they like, had at Americans now, th- there was the interaction with British intelligence talking about the missing scientists. Um, I, I think there's a lot more that American intelligence had known that they shouldn't have, but I think the missing scientist is there. Um, uh, this, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, of course, the Americans know that there's that uh, the scientist is missing because they're the ones that took the scientist. But before they took him, right? Didn't he go missing before that, or did they? Oh, oh, they took him from the beginning. Or wait, well, not no, 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 not from the beginning. Because in this one, Randall is a. He's a he's just a mercenary. He's playing. Yeah, he's like a lone side. wolf, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, holding yeah. him hostage for some of that money, right? And and I think British intelligence interacts with American intelligence and is like, hey, let's make a trade. We really want this very important person. Can you help us? So I'm sure there's like an exchange of information. And my guess is at some point American intelligence was like, hey, this guy could really help us out on the neutron bomb. Um and then we could just wipe his shit with this Ipcrest stuff. Uh, you know, so that's my guess, even though that's not explicitly stated. But we also how- know that we also know that Maddox has worked with Randall in the past. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, Randall Randall seems to be that free agent. You know, like in sports, there's like that free agent, you know, and, and I'm sure that that is in the you know, like you watch the old noir private eye you know, TV or film. And there's always like some guy that the the private eye can rely on at a bar, like just some degenerate type that he could give them like 50 <laughs> bucks and get information from, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think there's people like that in the intelligence community world universe place. And I guess that's what Rand- Randall kind of gives me that kind of, you know, feel like he's just trying to cash out and take uh, his girl and his, her son or their son somewhere where they can live a lavish life. So he's just kind of, I, I just see him as kind of a free agent. So I'm, right. I'm sure he's worked with everybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, um, Grok, I fucking, I can never remember his name except that it ends with Ock. Oh, stock stock. stock. Yeah. Uh, you know, stock mentioned that Randall had, uh, tried to sell the scientist to him. Yeah. So yeah, it does. It does look like the scientist nabbing immediately was just for profit, but eventually he ends up in the hands of the Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Right. Uh, earlier, early in this episode, we see that Dawson has, uh, it might even be the first thing that happens. We see that he's been released, um, with no clothes, which is, (laughs) I I don't know, like, what is it with, what is it with like mind control and like underground, uh, testing and shit that people always end up naked. Put some clothes (laughs) on that guy. I know, right? But, uh, it's not, it's not clear if he escaped or, and if he was released, like why? Right. What would be what would be the point of that? I don't know. Um, Palmer's not going to get really much to do in this episode at all, unless you find the the torture and Ipcrest technique stuff interesting enough to talk about. That's pretty Ab- much all he does. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know if you want me to talk about it now, or if you want. Yeah, to let's, move get, on. let's let's get, get him that out of the way. way. Okay. Well, first of all, I love the China connection. Uh, basically, the Americans just threw Palmer to China, uh, and they start running the Ipcrest. Um, there's the scene with Maddox and that other like nuclear general guy, not like the stick up his ass guy, but the guy that's like a true patriot, the the newly saved Christian Catherine. general. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He was like, truly, there must be a use for someone like him, right? Someone that uh, had a bad military record and. Or, you know, and stuff like that and is angry and shit. Um, so they, my guess is that uh, – oh, I, the reason why I really wanted to talk about the Ipcrest in the show compared to the film, the film gave me that very typical, like, 60s, 70s, mind control, it's coming, you know, type of thing. Um, versus in the show, yeah, it's got the mind control, but uh, – Man, this was straight up some MK Ultra stuff. And um, if if you're not aware of MK Ultra, that was a program conducted by the CIA. I believe it was under Dulles uh, to investigate or do research on the possibility and capacities of mind control. Um, that being said, there are some interesting conspiracy theories that this show used. Uh, and one of those is that some of the discoveries of mk ultra was that the use of like pavlov's law and hypnosis you could create basically a tool uh of someone that you could just kind of trigger later on with uh some sort of image or sound or something and they could turn into an assassin in fact i think some people believe that john lennon's assassin was um uh what's it called uh brainwashed brainwashed yeah or used or some some of of this sort some people believe that that's that's what happened with him there's a scientific word like not seduced um anyway whatever that's what some people believe and so that's the plan here is instead of killing palmer they're going to use him to kill a high mi6 official um uh which i think is a bit of a spoiler but just so you, you're not super bored or confused as to what's going on. Well, I mean, that's what happened in the movie. So we're expecting something similar. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, So um, I just wanted to briefly touch on that because I thought that was interesting and bold of them to kind of just throw in there. Uh, And the IPCRES acronym wasn't stupid this time. It was was a little shaky towards the E and the SS. I think it's still, I think it's still a little shaky. Yeah. (laughs) But instead of being the title of a book and just pulled out of their ass, it was actually like the algorithm of um, performing this type of mind control. So I, uh, 
that I think I wanted to touch on other than the Easter egg of him using a nail in his nails. And it was a lot more cringy to watch this time than it was in the film where, uh, you know, the old days just pain will break any brainwashing technique ever convinced of ever. So, um, his, his plan is to stick a nail under his nail to give him an excruciately excruciating amount of pain to avoid the conditioning. Um, and then he escapes, uh, I call bullshit on the escape, but, uh, uh, how do you mean, you know, like he pretend he pretends to be passed out and he's been digging the nail in to keep himself like conscious and not be conditioned. And then the two guys carrying him out, he beats up and he runs out. This facility seems like pretty high secure. So I'd like to think running down a hall and getting into an elevator is a little too few steps for him to get out. You know what I mean? And what does he end up in England? It looks like he's not even in China, that they feigned this whole China thing. Yeah, that also tracks with the movie. I mean, except <laughs> in the movie, it wasn't China. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, they never said they were in China. You assumed that. <laughs> right. Uh, racist me assuming they're in China when he's got Chinese letters on his clothes and there's obviously a bunch of Chinese, like, doctors and soldiers. Oh, by the way, the guy that played the head doctor during the Ipcrest conditioning or uh, stuff. Man, that guy was great. He played a really good sociopath. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know, I wasn't as impressed, but okay. Yeah. Like versus, uh, well, do you, uh, there's that meeting with Maddox and Jean. Do you have a note on that? When he brings the file, when she's asking like, where the fuck is Palmer? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I, he's, yeah. I, I, I wanted to compare that, but if you want to go into more depth with that, that would be do, – do you want me to wait on that or, or should I – because I want to make a comparison to that moment and the doctor's conditioning. Well, um, I'll set it up. You knock it out. Um, oh, okay. yeah. This is uh, – Maddox is you know, still pursuing uh, recruitment of Gene. Um, again, I don't know. I guess I don't really know why he's doing that, but okay. You know, it gives them a reason. It gives them a reason to talk. Right. Um, you know, he knows she's going to be interested in finding out what he knows about what happened to Palmer, who, of course, she last saw on the island and knew that knew that uh, Maddox and the CIA people were highly suspicious of him. And she doesn't know. She doesn't know what's happened. She hasn't heard anything uh, except that. Well, although now that I mention it, it's kind of funny that you know, she needs a new place to stay. Alice gives her Palmer's old residence and she misses the opportunity, you know, and she's like, wait, that's Harrison. Alice is like, Oh, he's not going to be needing it for, for a while. Mm -hmm. And that seems like a good time to say, well, what do you know about it, Alice? (laughs) What does does that mean? Right. Right. If you want information, there's, there's somebody that, knows something and now that i mention it i don't know what alice knows because gene doesn't ask her um but uh uh maddox has got this covered uh he shows her a file that's uh you know in a report super thin (laughs) well yeah super thin but uh, you know you didn't he she he didn't expect her to want the whole family tools right. right yeah <laughs> this is just a report on what happened to palmer that day oh i thought he was trying to claim this is palmer's folder oh never mind 
That's just the file of what happened to him. Okay. Right. That so makes me feel a little bit better. Their, their, their cover story, which we know is a cover story because we see what actually happened to Harry Palmer, but they make it look like he found a guy that looked an awful lot like him, knocked yeah. that guy out and, and took his passport and, you know, and that passport can be tracked doing a circuitous route around and then back to England. So the implication is that he fled because he's guilty of their suspicions of him being a Soviet agent. But to me, I'm still like, and Gene is probably also still like, yeah, but he also could have fled because you were falsely accusing him of being a Soviet agent. Like either way. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, getting, getting, getting out of there seems like a good move, but the tricky part would be, you know, he's making it seem like he's returned to England. And if that was the case, then why he, why hasn't he contacted her? So that's, that's the part of that little cover-up story that I think is nicely done. Absolutely. Um, uh, I, but I, I did want to really talk about the acting here. Okay. Um, and, and that's why I brought up, like, the Chinese guy playing the sociopathic doctor. You know what I mean? Like, just watching his face and that, like, smile he has, you know? Like, like I was thinking about this the whole time, like, watching, like, those scenes with him. Like, you know, like especially since they just threw Palmer to, to China, you know, to, to get the program ran on him. Um, like I'm sure in any country you could find somebody that is so like enthralled by scientific research or being the guy that does the research. You know, this is a very typical villain story in like a film that like that um, they could convince to run a program like this. Right. And, and and I felt like this actor really got down, like, a lot of the, like, little details of, like, the smile, the tone, like, how calm the tone was. Like, like Palmer's completely in their control. He's tied up. He's drugged. He's being um, – what the hell is that word? He's being – Conditioned. C- conditioned. But there's, like, a word, like uh, – well, whatever. Like, we'll just say he's being conditioned. And, um, uh, you know, there's – and, and and you're just watching him and it's not like he he's he's just kind of like floating in these little little seeds constantly planting in like hi he's got this really uncomfortable smile you know uh like like those like that that the, the type of smile like an anthony robbins smile or like a used car salesman smile that really creepy like uncomfortable smile and he's just like you know you're gonna feel some pain we're gonna go through those moments you killed a lot of people it obviously affected you. I want you to go back there and you're going to go through a lot of pain. But remember when you kill the enemy, the pain's going to go away. You know, he's like constantly planting these seeds and he's just, I, I just want to talk about the actor. And I wanted to parallel this to Maddox because Maddox is doing a very similar situation, but he doesn't have control of Gene. He has to convince Gene that the story that I don't know, fucking Palmer fled, right? The only records that we have is that Palmer, under this pseudonym, flew to the airports here, here, and here, and then we lost his trail. So he might have gotten like a different passport, and and, and that's that's all right, we got, right, you know. Right. And like you watch the actor playing Maddox, and he's like he's like pointing to the bullets in the folder. Now, it, it, she's already uh, encountered in like. Um, 
you know, like interacted with uh, Maddox and like has witnessed his his kind of sociopathic tendency and his capacities, right? You know, <laughs> sure. you know, and like the, like even though this kind of bothered me because usually like you could tell when someone's trying to lead you, like I would call that like leading like thing, like oh yeah, and you can see this, you know, like like they do an MLM or like you know, like that's like mediocre sociopathy, right? Like, like, oh, hey, you know, like, uh, like, you know, the Scientologists use when they're trying to get you to take their like IQ tests, you know, type of thing where they're like just saying obvious shit, you know, like, oh, hey, look at this. Oh, did you notice this? And then they like deflect, but it's not like secretive or, 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 or sneaky or natural. It's very robotic. But with this, even though he's doing the pointing at the bullet points, like his demeanor and his like tone seem real, very realistic. You know what I mean? And and he's really selling the story to her to make to the point where I bet you that Palmer actually went to those airports and he doesn't need to lie because they needed to get him to that facility, right? So I'm wondering if they use that pseudonym to get him to the facility and he's not act. He, he's like, by the oh, way, that's, here, look. Good. that's good stuff. That's here. good stuff. Cause then, then especially it like, it'll hold up under, it'll hold up under all, but the most intense of scrutiny. Right. Exactly. 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 Like they have, there's probably airport records <coughs> that he could pull out. Like, yes, this person left. <coughs> Here's a picture of that uh, post, you know, passport, you know, it's, yeah, like so I I really wanted to just point out like we've been talking about the acting for this whole show but just I wanted to parallel these two like moments of manipulation that I think were really 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 well portrayed by the actors that they were very different one one type of manipulation that someone with full control and the other one had to like you know seduce the manipulate you know type of thing I guess is the best way to put it and I I don't know I I, I just really wanted to Chime in on that because I was I, I've been blown away by the acting the whole show and those were very specific ones I wanted to point out. Interesting. Um, I'll just say I don't really like Maddox's acting as much as a lot of other people. There's a real, there's a real kind of uh, uh, I don't know uh, unblinkingness uh-huh. to a lot of the uh, deliveries from a lot of the different actors. Um, that I don't, I don't super well respond to, um, and, and him in particular. You mean like uh, they're not blinking or are you saying unblinkingness and like, kind of like a. Well, definitely they're not blinking. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) Like, you know, like I'm talking to you and I'm telling you what's happening, like looking directly, you know, I've just locked your eyes contact, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm looking like super directly at you, uh, you know, while I'm saying whatever it is I want to say. Uh, Jean does it a lot. I like it when she does it. Maddox does it a lot. I don't like it when he does it. Um, uh, Cole and uh, our boy uh, Hollander don't uh-huh. do not do it, and I like that. Um, oh, like they, they blink. Yeah, they, look, they, they look more like they're they're in the moment. I see. Like, I see. It's, just, it's just kind of like this, this uh, enforced – intensity mm-hmm. that uh i don't know just I, I don't think i don't think he pulls it off as well but enough about the acting yeah <laughs> uh, i think uh, i think we got enough too to you know kind of wrap up gene I, I don't think there's a lot to talk about here she's her role in this episode is just basically to follow up the the ipcrest uh-huh. lead uh she goes i mean she goes back to the uh 
place where they had originally found the the sound file and the movie projector and and the dead scientist uh she has interactions with dawson she even tries the the tape out on him to see how it'll it'll work out she's reading up on it like like you said she deciphers ipcrest all of this is just really very transparent setup for us to i mean well we like we have to know that someone's getting closer to the truth but just feels like they just want to set us up so that uh whatever happens in episode six she can raise her little hand and say hey i think i know what might be going what might really be going on here like she's <laughs> right. got she's getting just enough of the stuff she still doesn't know that it's connected to harry at all um but she'll be armed with this information so that if palmer does show up acting weird um she might have a suspicion why i didn't have anything else to say about that um uh, it's it's uh dolby oh wait no okay great before we move off of Gene, so the first time we watched it, uh, you know, because I think I, I slipped out for a minute. I'd already seen the episode. And at the end of this episode or, or somewhere, I asked you, like, dude, what did you think about that speech where Gene explains tradecraft? Mm-hmm. And you said, what are you talking about? And, you know, I couldn't find it. And I was like blown away that you didn't remember it because I thought it was crazy good. Did you catch uh-huh. it this time? No. <sighs> okay. Uh we're putting a timestamp here. Uh like yeah, you have you have to watch it. We'll be right back. Okay, so you do know the speech I'm talking about. Yes, last time you were saying there was like a speech about tradecraft that she gives, and it turned out that it wasn't in that. It's in this one, and it is a fantastic speech. I think, what is that, Palmer's ex-wife? Yeah. That she's talking to? Mm-hmm. And she tells the ex-wife that, um, oh, uh, well, I'm a spy, and that involves in exploiting people and manipulating them. And then she goes through a whole speech about how that process happens, uh, which I think is cool because we're actually going to witness it happen uh, with Dolby and Stock. Um, but uh, there's one there's one quote I really liked about this that they look we look for something to leverage. Uh huh. If and, they're if they're mm-hmm. um, you know if they're good we if they're honest. Yeah, if they're honest, we take advantage of their decency yeah their decency and if they're dishonest then we take advantage of their guilt yeah fantastic yeah and and, and then yeah so super good it was very powerful i I loved it absolutely loved it um but other than that yeah that's there wasn't a whole lot for her to do but i think it was it was succinct and perfect and and it and it just laid it all out in a way that like that i don't know like you wouldn't want that to be your motto on the wall of the CIA, but <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> but but for a for a podcast about spy stuff, it 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 does the trick. Um. So yeah. So Dolby, which this is where perfectly leads into Dolby because this we're actually going to watch this happen. Yes. So um, Dolby is the most interesting story going on here. Um. I still want to raise my little hand and say, 
as of yet, I still don't see how this story is going to intersect with our main story. Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I, that's right. We'll probably have to talk about that next episode if we do see any intersection. Right. I mean, they're, they're, if there's not, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> um, you know, but we were annoyed uh, by the Duck, Duck, Goose game of finding out Dolby was the traitor in the movie. Yeah. So here, if Dolby ends up, uh, you know, uh, betraying his country, throwing Harry Palmer under the bus or something, at least this time, we'll know why. Whereas the movie gave us nothing. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so there's that, um, Dolby, uh, I don't remember his girlfriend's name. I don't think they even say it in It's a, some Russian name, I think. Um, but anyways, I'm just going to call her his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, she's back in London. She's getting, she's petitioning for, I'm not sure what exactly, like what the legal technical term would be, uh, like, you know, restoration of citizenship or, or no, maybe she's Russian in the first place. And oh, I think so, she's trying to get asylum. So, okay. So she is defecting. That's it. That's it. I was yeah. confused. I thought she was like a British citizen that like went to Russia and then got captured, but no. Oh no. He met her in Russia. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then she got arrested by Russian whatever's and then was offered by stock and then right. Dolby took the offer but shot the guys and <laughs> took her, right. her away yeah yeah he uh he he played he played a little dirty there um the as part of her uh in debriefing de- uh-huh uh i don't want to say interrogation uh in in interviewing um which uh, I don't understand. I don't know why that's under Dolby's office, but then Dolby's office is a fictional one, so whatever. Right. Uh, but uh, we got two of the spies are um, a- asking her about her concerns about repercussions versus her brother. Right. Um, and and she, you know, seems innocent uh, or naive to the idea that anything will happen to him at all the report they eventually give to Dolby is that all the facts line up, but they just, they just feel like she's lying about something. She's Mm -hmm. being emotionally dishonest is, is what they use. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that's why it was important that they mentioned the brother, because I think that's where they're clicking into that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, of course, Dolby says, you, you know, Hey guys, thank you for that. Uh, I trust that in the final report, you're just going to stick to the facts. Nothing wrong with that. Of course, we know Dolby, you know, definitely doesn't want any of that emotional dishonesty stuff coming through because uh, that would, you know, could lead anyone to find out that, you know, he's got a special interest in this woman, which is right. that he's in love with her. Yeah. Um, on the side, the the spy dude... Uh, whose also name I don't know, but uh, he used to be Gene's partner before he got replaced with with Harry for some reason. Oh, that's another thing too. At some point, I'm wondering, like, I feel like Harry's been in the field too long, or like we've kind of forgotten that this was just supposed to be a temporary thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, not that not that I would be interested in them coming and fleshing that out. I'm just tagging it. 
you know, because I don't really care. I just want to see Harry Palmer in action. Um, but uh, Jude and Alice have a private conversation now about Dolby and about how, well, now they think Dolby's acting weird. And Alice uh, shares information that she's been able to glean, or at least hints that uh, would lead one to think that Dolby does know the woman, but that they have kept their relationship secret mm-hmm. all these years. Um, it kind of looks like there's no way they couldn't have known each other is the way she lays it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so weird that he never mentioned uh, her in any of his reports. Right. Um, they like overlapping contacts. Right. Um, and so it's very clear that they probably should have met, but she's never met. They like He was, she, he never mentioned her in any of his, yeah. Which is super weird. Correct. Um, Dolby does tell his girlfriend about her brother. I guess that was an option was just to not, mm-hmm. not tell her. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess, you know, he, he wants, I guess he doesn't want any, uh, you know, he loves her, you know, he doesn't want their relationship to be based on any pretenses or anything he held back, you know, that could come to bite their relationship in the ass later. He does tell her, okay, your brother is probably fucked because of this. And she's like, well, I, I can't let that happen. I'll have to go back. And he says, well, no, 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 no. There's, uh, I don't want you to go back. I, I think there's another way. And he's going to try to bargain with stock. And it's now that Dolby confesses what his real job is to his wife. I'm not sure why he chooses this timing for that. Um, she says, you know, is there anything else? And they cut away dramatically before we get to hear the answer. But I'm guessing he's telling her that uh, he's got a girlfriend. And I, I guess the next step would be like, so are we going to do the open marriage thing? Or are we going to get divorced or what? Uh, <coughs> 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 mm. Um, But yeah, he does uh, go and... Um, you know, ask stock if there's anything uh, they can, they can, they can do about this. You want to talk about it? So oh yeah. Good. All right. No, 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 absolutely. Um, so pretty much like, uh, you know, Dobby meets with stock to try and negotiate, uh, I guess the brother's life for freedom or, um, and we get like this really great scene with stock running the whole process of, of, flipping someone especially at this higher level you know you you, you hear that like you're gonna betray your country line and it, it kind of seems silly you know when you watch it in the movies um but considering like dolby's position you got to make it clear what the terms are like you're gonna give me everything that crosses your desk you're gonna betray your country and after a certain time we'll bring you over and give you a medal and we'll be buddies and play chess but i love how you know um he makes it sound so not ridiculous because he starts out. He's like, this must be very hard for you because you're a patriot like me. Um, but you're also a realist. And this is what you want. You want your girlfriend to be safe and take her away. And you want the brother to live, the, the relatives to live happy, healthy lives without any knowledge of this. And I can do that for you. And you could have gotten that, except you chose violence. And when did he choose violence? It was when they were supposed to make the trade-off before and he shot the guys instead of giving over the info. 
Mm-hmm. And, and here's the great line. Stock goes, and you chose violence, but I forgive you. Oh, you right. Know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like every little step is an inch closer and closer and closer and closer to making it like more understandable and more like realistic to Dolby to basically betray his country. Um, you know, like I really like that. And even Dolby says when he meets with his girlfriend after she, he explains to her what he wants him to do. And he basically was like, you know, I never thought it would look like this, but now it seems not so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it it's not the, the situation is, is that he's trapped and he can't really get out. And this is his only option. And that's kind of like what um, Gene was describing to Palmer's ex-wife was that we try and find weaknesses with the people we're trying to manipulate. And we exploit those weaknesses. And uh, this this would be something if they're if if they're dishonest, we exploit their guilt. You know, and I, I would think that that would be what's going on here with, with Dolby. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, first of all, I mean, I, you know, stock up until now has been, uh, uh, I mean, and also I love this actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, he's been kind of, I don't, what, I'm not going to, disarming a little yeah. bit, like yeah. kind of cute, a little bit of a charmer. Right. Um, he's not, he's not charming here. I like, I like seeing the, the, um, you know, this is, this is the phase where. Uh, I don't have to fucking pretend anything's going on except what exactly is going on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he lays it out so distinctly and, and with no bullshit and not trying, really not trying to candy coat it at all. Yeah. He's not is, being dishonest. He's not, you know, he's, he's just laying it right out. Right. Well, that's because he's talking to Dolby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like there's no, there's no reason for him to try to like, you know, fool Dolby into thinking, well, he's not really, you know, with other assets, it's like, you're not really betraying your country. You're doing a good service for your country (laughs) or something like that. That's not going to work on Dolby. So why bother? And, uh, that was the reference to the, to the Cambridge five. I don't remember the names, but he says, uh, you'll be like blank and blank. And I was like, okay, who are those names? Well, they're two of the Cambridge five people. Mm-hmm. So he's he's being really explicit. He's saying like you're gonna do that, <laughs> right? Uh, my other thought though is like Dolby isn't actually trapped here. I mean, he's still voluntarily doing this because he wants to keep his girlfriend. Right. He could like throw her under the bus, right? Or the brother, right? He could just take her and leave and let the brother die, right? Well, she says she'll she'll go back. Oh, right, because she doesn't want her brother hurt, and she doesn't want Dolby to get in deeper. She'll just go back. To right. protect her brother, so I see. he could he could let her make that choice. Yeah, um, but of course, you know it's after you take the step though. Like the first step is that's when you're trapped because right. you know uh, n- then they have that on you and and it's it's pretty much over. Um, I think uh, yeah, that is everything I had to say about this episode. You got anything else? Uh. No, I think I think we hit everything that I wanted to hit on and and more. So uh I all I know is I've been hella digging this. Yeah, I've been in, I've been enjoying this show so much. It's definitely nice to get get something like this. So <laughs> I'm excited to talk about episode six next week. 
Sure. Um, I wasn't super thrilled by this episode. Uh, I think uh, I think this TV show hit its high point for me with the finale of episode two. Mm-hmm. And it's been slowly declining in being super awesome since then down to right now, I would call kind of a low point. Uh, you know, I mean, we do have to just get certain things set up and in motion for our big final episode. Uh-huh. I really felt like that's mostly what we're seeing here. Um, you know, and the, the Dolby story. Yeah. It's like, it's interesting to me and I like it, but the fact that so far it hasn't connected in any way to anything else that's going on is bugging me a little, but um you know, ho- and, and okay. And then here's the thing about the final episode, which I'm going to have to watch one more time. Cause even though I've seen it twice, both times, by the time I got to the final episode, I was a little, a little faded. And if I remember right, I think the final episode was kind of complicated and got out of my, uh, like I lost the thread of what was going on. <laughs> I think a whole bunch of people turn out to be lying about stuff (laughs) and I couldn't quite follow it all. So, uh, you know, but, uh, it's going to get its final, final day in court with me, uh, next week. I'll make sure I watch it, uh, stone, stone cold sober and take good (laughs) notes and ask questions about anything I don't understand. And, um, we'll see, we'll see if the series sticks the landing as I hope it does. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just not sure right now. I, I hope you like it as much as I do. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I definitely like it a lot. All right. So All that's right. next week. We'll see you then. The preceding transmission sampled the song Enter the Party by Kevin McLeod and sound effects from freesound.org. Attributions and links are found at spieslikeus.net.